The year was 1998. Mercedes and Chrysler were looking to get in bed with each other. For an undisclosed reason, we wonder why. As Chrysler was managing to pull itself up from the ashes of a company that once was on the verge of bankruptcy to becoming one of the bigger American nameplates that has started to moving worldwide dominance. Moving into bed with another luxury car maker would mean that Chrysler would now be taking a back step to the products they wanted to create and they had designed to create and release into the world. With Mercedes holding them back from ever releasing products like the Kronos or even the 300C convertible, Chrysler never moved up into its main luxury place in the world. When the competition from Cadillac and Lincoln moved forward, Chrysler got left behind. Yet again, with the merger of FCA and PSA to Stellantis, will Chrysler be able to assert its dominance in the luxury world ever again? That is something we're going to be taking a look at on this week's AutoLux podcast. AutoLux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Outlook Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our website, www.autolux.net, and over on our host podcast site, podbeam.com. Now, if you like what you hear today, please follow us on social for Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and like, share, or comment. So this week, we're taking a look at Stellantis and the Chrysler brand. Can Chrysler assert its dominance in the luxury world once again? Or will Stellantis slowly kill it off the same way that FCA has been doing over the past decade? Yes, ever since the merger of Chrysler and Daimler-Benz, we have seen a downfall in the Chrysler brand. Chrysler nearly fell to its complete demise in the 80s. After the acquisition of American Motors and the fallout of the American economy in the 80s, Chrysler nearly crumbled under the weight of poor fuel mileage and an outdated product range. With Jeep help propping them up along with the K-Car and Minivan giving birth to a new generation, Chrysler managed to save itself again from demise. And just when things were starting to get good, we started seeing a full product range within the Chrysler stable. Back in the 90s, before the SUV craze, Chrysler had a full range of products. And with more products scheduled to come out, like the Kronos, a premier luxury product from the American manufacturer, the 300C, which would have been a convertible version of the 300M. All of these products soon fell behind when Chrysler merged with Mercedes. The product range maintained, but the products never got better. With the addition of the Aspen and the Crossfire in the early 2000s, Chrysler still didn't seem like it would ever come out of this major rut. And then the global economy fell in 2008. Daimler-Benz divested themselves, Serbius Management Group got a hold of them, and tried to regain some of their profitable margins from this division and this company. Unfortunately, they never succeeded, and Chrysler Corporation was about to go bankrupt once again. SCA now stepping into the mix, as President Barack Obama at the time told everyone they can buy Chrysler, but they have to buy it as a whole. Everybody wanted pieces of it. They wanted the Dodge Ram trucks and they wanted Jeep. They didn't want Dodge cars. They didn't want Chrysler. They wanted Jeep. But president at the time stated, if you buy it, you buy it as a whole. And FCA was the only company willing to buy Chrysler Corporation as a whole. But since that day, their product range has slowly dwindled. They originally had the Sebring and Sebring Convertible, the 300, the Town and Country, and even the Voyager. Hell, the Neon was at the end of its days, but Chrysler was failing. Its replacement for the Sebring was the 200. Great design and one of our top pick vehicles for 2015. The 200 may have won a copycat award for boring 
engineering design aspects from the Hyundai Sonata of 2012, but it was an amazing looking product. Would have been a little bit more amazing if it had used styling cues from the 300. But given the fact that the 200, the 300, and at that time, the town and country, the Pacifica was slowly coming out, but the town and country was it. Chrysler never gained the product ranges they had. And when FCA bought them, they added the Lancia Delta and Lancia Ypsilon to the product ranges in Europe. It still didn't help them out. Chrysler had trouble. And now being part of Stellantis, will they ever become part or become a major automotive player ever again? FCA had products in every single marketplace, but they were spread across every single company. Yes, they went from small all the way up to the big. They went from standard all the way up to the luxury, but not one product range had something in every single segment of the marketplace. Where companies like Toyota, Volkswagen, and Honda still manage to capitalize on nearly every marketplace out there, Chrysler Corporation never does. Dodge is now down to the Durango Challenger Charger. With the journey on its way out and the caravan now gone, what else do they have? They have three performance oriented products. That's it. Chrysler is down to the 300 and the Pacifica. Yes, they got the Voyager, but really it's not a Voyager. It's just last generation Pacifica made to sell at a cheaper price point to get people into the brand. So essentially they have the 300 Pacifica. Jeep and Ram have multiple products and are expanding. Hell, Jeep just added the Grand Cherokee L. First seven passenger Grand Cherokee. Then they added the Wagoneer and now Grand Wagoneer. With a product range ranging from $16,000 way over $100,000, Jeep now has products within nearly every range of the market, excluding a coupe profile SUV, two-door sport SUV, and any performance oriented product. And they're even considering slotting a vehicle below the Renegade for the Jeep brand. But where is Chrysler in this mix? Chrysler doesn't have the products they require to maintain themselves against product leaders like Acura and Lincoln in the premium marketplace. But now with the tie-up with Stellantis, Stellantis might be able to utilize DS and Lancia to do that, just that. DS has utilized Peugeot product ranges to move into certain segments of the marketplace that DS could be profitable. But unfortunately, they don't have a full product range. Lancia only has one product, whereas Chrysler only has three. So how are you going to change this? Utilizing platforms built by Fiat, Peugeot Citroen, Opel Vauxhall, hell, even Jeep, Alfa Romeo, and Dodge, Chrysler might have a chance. When they brought back the Pacifica name, they really should have just made a Chrysler version of the Dodge Journey, like the original Pacifica, a crossover wagon. Pacifica did well for its time. It is still one of those products I would love to have. So why didn't they do that? They could have kept the town and country name from the new Pacifica product and kept the Pacifica as its crossover product. Bring back the Aspen name as a brand new Durango sized SUV. Then utilizing Jeep, created Renegade, Compass, and even Cherokee products for Chrysler. With Fiat, you can use the Fiagio, Lina, and Grand Lina to get more of the compact and mid-size market. Chrysler needs a bigger portfolio. Maybe through DS and Lancia, they'll see that. Whereas DS has product range in Eastern European, Central European, and Asian marketplaces, Lancia is known around the world. Any country that has seen rallying knows the name Lancia. You could still utilize that name in countries like Mexico. But bringing back products like the Delta, the Thema, and the Flavia will be hard considering the fact that there's nothing within the product stable of Stellantis to do that. Well, except for maybe the Delta, you could use a Peugeot 308 for a brand new Delta, but then you have to product engineer it for performance. And where Peugeot Citroën like to have their own rally cars, they may not want to compete with themselves with Lancia in that marketplace. Something that FCA should have done a long time ago. Bringing DS, Chrysler, and Lancia together. 
might help keep all three of them alive. And as all three of them merge together to create products with a broader range to being able to enter most marketplaces around the world, eventually Stellantis could merge them into one conglomerate namespace. Figuring out if Chrysler Lancier DS is a stronger name worldwide in 20 years, they can look back at this and say, maybe Chrysler is the brand for their premium division where Lancia and DS are disappeared. Or hell, even Lancia is kept as a sub-brand of a brand, similar to that of what General Motors is now doing with Hummer. They now have the GMC Hummer EV, bringing back the Hummer nameplate for General Motors. So it's essentially a GMC Hummer EV. You can have a Chrysler Lancia Stratos, or hell, even just create the Stratos on its own playing field, similar to that of a Ford GT, the Mustang, or a Chevrolet Corvette. Hell, even the Viper. They don't belong to any company. They belong to themselves. And as Dodge had tried that with the third generation Viper, creating it as the SRT Viper instead of the Dodge Viper, they could sub-brand it out. But I think one of the problems is really going to hit this trifecta of premium products is the ever-changing world of the future mobility power source where all three of these companies have no standing in electric besides the pacifica plug-in lancia ds and chrysler ranges pretty much don't fit the mold when it comes to hybrid or saving the world that's where one of them needs to step up ds can be utilized for that ds is a new company and even though they seem like a performance product that could be utilized for more of dodge and alfa romeo products they still fit the mold of premium products a step up above peugeot so stellantis you need to make this happen to save both Chrysler and Lancia, you need to utilize Chrysler, Lancia, and DS together to make one trifecta of premium products for your corporation. Yes, it seems odd to have three different names riding off of the exact same product, but you have to remember the most Acura, Infinity, and Lexus products are the exact same thing. They all run off the same product platforms as their Toyota, Honda, or Nissan product, but with a different badge on them. Look at the Toyota Crown and Lexus LS. Hell, the Honda Legend and Acura RLX. They're the same thing. They change the logos for different marketplaces where people are willing to buy for premium products. Essentially what Chrysler is. If you look back at its time frame, they once had Dodge, DeSoto, Plymouth, Chrysler, and at the very top of the range, Imperial, where each product name was a different part of the marketplace, a different price point. Whereas DeSoto started it, then Dodge, then Plymouth, then you went into Chrysler, then you went to Imperial. Now the product ranges changed for all divisions, whereas Imperial didn't have a full product range similar to that of DeSoto, Dodge, or Plymouth, Imperial focused on the top of the line, similar to what Stellantis can do with specific product ranges within its table, whereas Alfa Romeo and Dodge can focus just on specific sports segments that are big at their time. They don't need a full product mix. Dodge would be nice to have a full product mix once again, but Fiat can fill that void even in the North American marketplace, knowing that American marketplace still sees Fiat as a fix-it-again Tony entry-level economy car, you can use that to build the Fiat product range to go up against the likes of products of Kia. Hell, even up against Hyundai, Toyota, Honda, Ford. But Lancia Chrysler DS trifecta needs to happen. Stellantis needs to make it happen. They need to put them all together to build a powerful global premium brand for the Stellantis group. And with that, they may be able to save all three names in the process. Whereas everybody is telling them that they should be canceling the Chrysler brand out of the entire corporation, that would be a major 
downfall to the North American marketplace. Because if you make Chrysler disappear from the North American marketplace, you lose a major nameplate for one of the largest markets in the world. And even though China has now surpassed the United States as the largest automotive market in the world, the U.S. still has a big part to play in a global economy. And pushing Chrysler out to bring either Lancia or Peugeot in will not help Stellantis in the market of free. So in the end, Stellantis, you need to merge your three premium products together to create one global premium product range. Developing products within that stable for a global reach. Ford has been doing it for years with most of its products. Hell, we get the EcoSport in North America, which you can get in Europe, which you can get in South America, which you can get in China. Like they know they have developed products on a global scale, so they don't need to have multiple products for global markets. And that's what Stellantis needs to get to with their premium brands. So in the end, Stellantis needs to merge the three of them together. So from all of us at Autologs.net, we're all pulling that Chrysler will be here 10 years from now, along with Lancia and DX. Now, DS is the newest one out of the three, and it is the one out of this three that could possibly be pushed out a lot easier than the other two. With Lancia and Chrysler both holding nearly 100 years in production, pushing them out will be a lot harder than pushing out DS. So for myself, Everett J, and Autolux, we're glad that you have liked this. We're glad that you've listened, and if you like it, please like, share, or comment on all of our social feeds. And if you wish to push our podcast out to your friends with sharing it, please check out one of our multiple, multiple multiple host sites from Podbeam to Apple Podcasts, Google Play to Amazon Music. We are on them all from here, from far. We got it all. And if you're looking for products and trying to see what the product range for both Chrysler, DS, and Lancia are around the globe, please check out autolux.net. That's www.autolux.net website and click the corporate websites link at the top of the page to bring you to the global websites for all three brands. So you can check out product ranges from all of these brands across the globe. Big or small, we have them all on looks corporate website. So, in the end, you're going to have to tell yourself, Stellantis, do you want all three of these car companies being merged into one premium brand? Or are you looking to start making cuts within your premium stable of the new Stellantis Car Corporation? Now, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride from the Stellantis Premium Division.